When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Jeff Cameron Show is sponsored by the legendary team at Hamilton Home Loans. Great rates, cutting-edge technology, and transparent communication is the recipe for a five-star mortgage experience at FSUHomeLoans.com. Libations Friday, loving right there. That's what that is. By the way, uh, don't forget, and I may be uh, once again employing my friends at T Spark Construction to uh, to come on out to the Cameron household. I think we're gonna. I mentioned it before, but I think in earnest, we're gonna take out that back bathroom there and start anew. There you go. All right. I was wondering if you're gonna do like a little mother-in-law hut slash suite. Out in the back, get out there in your mother-in-law hut. Well, I mean, it's for visitors for football season. No, you I can know. use that. I for... would be a big room if I did that. It would be a you'd connected to the home. Yeah, I would. I would knock out the back uh, master bedroom wall and and the bathroom wall that's aligned there, and I'd be like, let's go to work, big ass. Because you've got space to do either a standalone or a connected yeah, I venture, know. and I want to do it. And I may be asking my friends at T Spark to come on out and do it. Uh, Travis, if you're listening, I know your work is exceptional, the best in the business, and that's why I proudly endorse you. And I especially believe that to be true when the work you do for me is free. I'm going to have to check and see if that's uh, FCC muster passing. Um, it was clearly you, sarcastic. You do have uh, sarcasm protections by law. That's correct. Uh, speaking of T-Spark, for your roofing and construction needs, Seven six six one three four zero. Get a free quote today. Tsparkconstruction.com. Yeah, I want a big. Uh, you know, I never cared about uh, tile or uh, backsplash oh, no. or all the stuff that uh, chicks talk the, about when you go walking around. The backsplash game. You're about to. I'm not doing that. Oh, no, okay. But I, I never cared. But I have now. I've zeroed in on the kind of. Uh, I want a big old walk in. Like who? I've said this before. You don't need a bathtub. Rip up bathtubs. Get rid of them. Antiquated. Ridiculous. Sitting there soaking in your own filth. Don't do that. Get you a walk-in shower. Big-ass walk-in shower. I want to be able to like play 21 in there. Just like, I want it to be huge. When we were at Iona, when I was at Iona for the one semester, I was lucky enough to be in that handicap-accessible bathroom because there weren't enough people in the dorm to use it as needed. Uh, and that was, I mean, it was a dorm shower is what you typically got, which is like a little tube. I mean, you were just in a human-sized tube, and it's you've got to move around like a phone booth. And find your stuff. But we had the one with a bench. I mean, it was spacious in there. We would use it as a sauna. We would use it as a sauna because it got cold. So I mentioned before the break that I'm guilty. This is the definition of jaded. and It's the, the Hunter situation that ruined it for me. And I think it probably has for a lot of people. But also just knowing where we sit currently. So maybe, and I was never a recruit, Nick. 
Hence, I follow the kitties.com and I'd have fun at the expense of all of that. But I saw where Shelton Sampson, wide receiver out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana, has uh, put us on the short list for the summer visits um, tour, if you will. And this is a five star top 15 nationally ranked badass that's not going to come here. Not going to come here. Well, I just hear expensive. I, I don't hear impossible. I hear impossible because he's from Baton Rouge and on his short list is LSU. And you read this quote. Close to home, they're pursuing me probably the hardest right now. Coach Sloan, Coach Hankton, the relationships have been really growing with them. I already see the culture change with the new coaching staff. Seems like they're bringing the program in the right direction. We'll see this season. The only thing he says about Florida State is my old head coach went to Florida State, so that interested me about them right off the bat. I took my visit up there, and they treated me like family. Well, I'm sure. But that list is Alabama, LSU, Texas A&M, Oregon, whom we can beat out easily. Florida State. Nah, man. Come on. Can we beat Phil Knight out easily? That's got to be more about geography than Yeah, that would a be a check. geographical plus for us here. Huge. He's from Baton Rouge. He's not going to Oregon. The thing is, uh, unfortunately, he is on the radar of an Alabama. Of course, it's over. No chance. As a five-star. Because LSU is not actually that big of a concern for me, even though it's tough to pluck kids out of their Very, hometown. you're not getting that. Because that high school is right next to We've seen how it's set yeah, up. It, yeah. The pressure is on you. But Brian Kelly could flame out this year, and that's not a crazy proposition. Like, the thing we're all laughing about now, they might be at the gates for in five months, six months. I don't and think at that so. point, they would scare. You don't think it'll? You don't think it could be a, a, a disastrous failure at LSU for Brian? Kelly? I hope, but he's a good coach. We lose sight of that man. He's a really good coach. Go look at those records and what he's had to coach over, right, to get around. Those are legitimate hindrances that he found a way around. Getting Notre Dame to the college football playoff is a borderline miracle. It really is. I mean, A, you got to recruit kids to that dump of a town. It is. That sorry-ass place in the middle of nowhere. And they really do have certain academic restrictions that don't allow you to get all of the kids that you would like to get in order to compete for a national championship. So, you know, it's not surprising that when they got there, they got their head kicked in every time. They should have, but it's kind of shocking they got there, frankly. He's a good coach. I I don't like him. He's not a he's not a likable coach. He's easy to make fun of because he does enough things to make fun of, including dancing around like a dumbass and then faking a Cajun accent. But all that stuff is is while laughable and fun to point out. Think about that though. It's oh, just, it's absurd! It's absurd. Faking a Cajun accent. Well, it was really more a Southern accent. It was, it was South Carolinian. It was South Carolinian. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't Cajun. I do declare, uh, not humano humano. I'm so excited to be here as your head coach. At Louisiana State University. What the hell is going from on? Charleston? What is what is what is <laughs> happening here? Is he confusing is, us with Fort Sumter? What, what is going on here? Tomorrow the rebel forces will know. <laughs> <laughs> what I mean to do. Yeah, it's um it's something. It, it was it's an amazing moment in time and we should all celebrate that moment and we did. But he might have to wear a couple of ugly losses in transition, at which point you're going to have less tolerance as an LSU fan for those foibles. <laughs> Good coaches get fired all the time, to your point. They do. I don't think he's – look, he went there expressly to win a national championship. That is to say, 
they're willing to get down in the muck. LSU will do what they have to do to win a national championship. See the previous coaches, all of them. <laughs> I mean, they're all winning a national championship. Uh, and so it's kind of like, well, even if they are the butt of a lot of jokes, and they will be, they're also going to pay for a lot of talent, and you'll know what to do with that talent. They're going to win a lot of games. Not right away, though. I do think that roster is in flux, and that's why I have hope that that is a game we can win. I think the two teams are eerily similar. Uh, they, they, will, they will have holes in their roster that will be evident to all who go to that game at the Superdome, you and me included in that list of people, on that list of people that will be there, in uh, and, and, and what it would mean to get that win. It would be huge, absolutely huge. So I just looked up how old Brian Kelly is because, I mean, he's been around a minute now. Oh, yeah, he was great at Cincinnati, yeah. So he's, he's 60 years old, but the funny thing is, that because he's getting up there, that would have been my point. But here's a better point. As I was searching for him, the first search thing in Google said accent. Brian Kelly accent. <laughs> it didn't say coach, didn't say LSU, didn't say Notre Dame. It said accent. Yeah, it's 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 fun, man. Uh, it, it's fun, but I also, th- <laughs> I don't think it's going to matter. He'll he'll win. Let's hope that. Yeah, he'll be 0-1. We need him to be. That's right. We need him to be 0 and 1. And we've had some wars with that guy. Some games that really. When have we been had all- no business being in a war with him recently. Oh, well, the one last year, sure. Yeah. And no. even the COVID year, that's one of the better games we played all season. That was a weird. Uh, well, we fought. We did. We fought. Now, they ran for about 15 yards of carry against us in that that's game. That's all we had. Yeah, I mean, all they did was line up and run a simple counter. And uh, we really struggled to stop said counter. And, of course, the game you and I went to in Chicago, or, well, we stayed in Chicago. Unfortunately, we had to go to South Bend. Woo, with the flu. I was there probably, I mean, these days it's just kind of crazy if you say it out loud. I was there with probably 101-degree fever. Yeah. And 18-degree temperatures. We had had put so much time into into that trip. I was not not getting on the bus. But now you think about that. I got on a charter bus with a bunch of people. I've got 101-degree fever. Now people will be, like, clutching their pearls. What have you done, sir? Yeah, no, we all would have been like, Tom, you inconsiderate bastard. You've killed them. Why did you do this? (laughs) Well, this is the old school flu, man. Yeah, uh, that trip, no matter how bad that game was, and it was instantly bad. uh, Instantly. Instantly. Five minutes in. Well, this is over. Uh, Will always be one that makes me smile because of the dinner I had by myself at that Italian restaurant in which I walked down into the basement area there and had a lovely meal in which I polished off a very good bottle of red wine and had a delightful conversation with an older woman who was hitting on me and made the mistake of telling my wife that. Oh, how much older? Probably 10 years. Well, that's too close. So she was in her mid-50s? She was a scientist from Fort Worth. Don't say it like that. She was a scientist. Get away from me. No, no, no. No, no. She was a scientist. You're you're too intrigued by her. This is not good. See, this is why you got in trouble. Babe, she was a scientist. She was. She was from Fort Worth, and I... (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to take the shovel out of your hands, and you're saying, I'm just going to dig, man. No, no, no. So listen to me for a second. This This is crazy, right? I was unsuspecting, so much so that she had to be overt towards the end. And I was like, oh. then it like there was this eureka moment in my head. Oh, she's she's hitting on me. I had no idea. That's true. I was sitting there by myself at the bar, secluded, 
uh, enjoying a fine meal. That makes more sense, too. Uh, you made it sound like almost it was a table for one. So I was like, how is it possible no, that this lady's no. hitting on you in a table? Okay, so no, the bar. Got it. Got so it. hold on a second. This was a, I can't remember. I have the card of the restaurant. Uh, but I think, I think I've told Giuseppe's. you. Giuseppe's. Something like Giuseppe's. Yeah. But I, I had, so I was, you were sick and I went to go yeah. eat and, and you said, I can't do it. Jamie I'm, brought me some deep dish. I was yeah. very thankful. You said you were out down for the count. It was snowing outside. It was just starting to be dusk. I was like, I'm not missing this. We're, we're staying in this awesome place. Yeah. Cause I made the night before where we went to yes. the Scotch bar, yes, which was a, great. We had a great time. That's all I had in me. Yeah. Though. No, I was proud of you. I wasn't mad, but you were done dealing. So I go down. Right there in Michigan Ave. I take a right. I walk back towards where the restaurants and bars are, right? So I'm walking around and, uh, by myself enjoying this, the light, just a, just a light little uh, peppering of uh, snow there. I'm like, okay, this is nice. And, and as I'm walking, I see what looks like a 150 year old Italian restaurant. It's, it's lit dimly, you know, it's, it's rarely faintly. And I'm like, bottle of rain. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, Look at this place. I bet that's got to be good. But when I first walked in, it didn't have any character necessarily when I first walked in. And the lady came over to me, and she's like, uh, "What are you, are you looking to eat? What are you looking to do? Because there was, there was areas there where you could go and sit at the bar up top. And I said, I am. I'm, I'm just looking to have a nice meal. Do you have a reservation? Settle in. And she said, oh, well, you're going to want to go downstairs. It's beautiful. And we have this big mahogany bar that you're going to love. And I was like, oh. You read me correctly. You said the M word. Yeah. yeah. So I went downstairs, and it was still early evening, so they really hadn't started to fill up yet. I made my way to the bar. The gentleman that was uh, there uh, as the bartender was very nice. I asked him how old the restaurant was. He told me. He told me about the, the dad who passed it on to the two brothers that are running it now. I learned the whole family history of this restaurant. It's awesome. I said, well, what should I have? And he's like, well, this, listen, get one of these two things. They're, you can't go wrong, but get one of these two things. And so I did, and then I said, listen. And, and admittedly, this is a little arrogant, but I was going to treat myself on this night, so money was not going to be something I worried about. So I told him, well, let's pair this with a really good full-bodied red. And he's like, oh, absolutely. And, of course, now he sees a mark. He's like, oh, I got a guy. I got a guy here. We've been trying to unload this bottle for 10 years. No, but he did the right thing. We went through and I got, I had this wonderful bottle of red wine with my meal as I watched, uh, I don't know I was watching some football, I'm sure, but... As I was sitting there, uh, this lady, there's a big-ass bar, about... Not just a lady, a scientist. A sci well, I found out she was a scientist, uh, which is just great. It's just cool. So anyway, I was sitting there. She comes and sits down pretty much right next to me, and there were, I don't know, five or six seats. And uh, so I did not... Yeah, it was kind of funny. I didn't even think about it, but then she sits down. We start talking. Uh, she asks where I'm from. I tell her, and I ask where she's from. She's in town for a convention. She worked for this company, and we started to go through all that. Enchanté. And then, as we're talking, it, it comes out that she she's the she had once lived, by the way, in Austin, and that was a talking point. Prior to that, she'd lived in New York City. Prior to that, she lived in Atlanta. And I was like, "Well, this is an interesting life." She mentioned her husband. I was like, "Oh, that's cool." She had a husband. Yeah. Well, hey now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this is where it gets. What's weird. the movie with uh, George Clooney and uh, Vera? Up in um, the air? Is that yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what she, yeah, she was up in the air. Right. Remember that? Yeah. You find out she has a family? Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. He shows up at the door. Yeah. She travels all over the place, this woman. What are you doing here? Oh. Yeah. Great scene. But I had no, I was stunned, right? I, I had no idea. And I 
This is this is what kind of good guy I am, Tom. I had no idea. She's married. I'm married. Nothing's happening. We're just two people talking over some good food. She's like, "You want to get another bottle of wine?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure. Let's get." Another oh one. no! Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> no! So that didn't click. No! No! Uh, oh clue, no, clueless. sir! Clueless. So you shared a bottle yeah, of wine with yeah. a scientist? Yeah, yeah, from Fort Worth. And as we sat there and drank the wine, I was like, oh, it's getting late. And I'm like, all right, well, listen, good luck at your convention. Did you buy the bottle of wine? Did I buy it? Did you end up paying for the whole I bottle th- of wine? I think so. <gasps> I think so. I mean, I don't remember. I'm, I'm sure I did. I don't. Oh, my goodness. This leads to a conclusion because Life Spectator has he a He thinks theory. it's a hooker or something, yeah, right? Yeah, he says yeah. you've been out of the circulation so long, you don't recognize a call girl. She wasn't a call if girl. If you paid for the whole bottle of wine. I don't, she may have paid for the bottle of wine. I don't remember this. I would, These are insignificant details. I was not. The point would be, as we were talking, the only way I realized it was as I was getting ready to leave. I, I was like, well, it's a pleasure meeting you. And I was just like this, like I am, you know. And I was like, it was a pleasure to meet you. Uh, I hope you have a, a great convention. And I said whatever I said. And, uh, you know, I knew I was never going to see this lady again. Like, have a great night, whatever. It was, thanks for the conversation, you know. And our conversations weren't weird. They were all just very much about our jobs and what we <laughs> And so, yeah, I got up to leave. And then uh, she kind of invited herself to, to leave with me. Oh, my. Yeah. Yeah, that's overt. That's that's not. Uh, that's when it shifted. For Where me. are we going? Is that what she said? No, Where are we going she next? Said, no, she was. She. she... Oh well. Okay. Yeah. This now. No, now no, you're... it didn't get like that. It did. Okay. It wasn't like that. But it was. It was evident at that point that she was willing to accompany me to the next restaurant I or see. wherever it was, and I yeah. was like, yeah. Well, no, no. I'm going to go back to my hotel now, and you have a lovely evening. And that was that. Did Did you give her a nice? graceful landing spot or was it kind of abrupt i did i i kind of she left holding the bag and she's like oh (laughs) like she's got her purse in her hand and 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 you just walk away (laughs) like how bad was it it wasn't that bad oh no No. it was terrible no it wasn't the bartender was snickering oh my god it it wasn't that bad and i love you rafferty (laughs) it was a funny moment I'm out of practice getting hit on, man. I'm a happily married man. I just don't. Do you remember her name? Uh, I wouldn't say The answer's no. I yeah, don't. either way. Yeah, no yeah, yeah, the answer's no, but uh, yeah. Um, it's truly a libations Friday. <laughs> you would have. Now, what? I'm telling you, I think you could have fallen victim to the same thing. You would not because. Who says it doesn't happen all the time? That's right. You're you unassuming. Kidding? I was. Un- I didn't think. I'm like, no, I'm not going to assume this. I'm not assuming this woman is hitting on me. I would have just loved to actually, you know, it would have been the three of us going to yeah. the bar, but it, that would have been a trip I would have loved to be on because I would have been like nudging you, like, dude, dude, hey, this is hey, not hey, a good Yeah, you know how like you know people <laughs> in Baton Rouge, the guy just wants to tell you about drink specials. This ain't he's not talking to you about drink specials. He no, is talking to you, you about special stuff. Yeah, not drink specials. That story, the Baton Rouge story of the guy cornering me talking about that drink awesome. specials, is ridiculous because you left me in the lurch. I did. You were. You no would have help. done the same. In fairness, I probably yeah, would. absolutely you, you would left have. me in the lurch. I'm listening to this clown <laughs> tell me for hours about drink at Baton Rouge drink specials. I'm like, what? What? What are now we doing on Thursdays? <laughs> <laughs> like, what is going on here? This guy. 
I'll tell you another place. And I'm like, I didn't but, ask. I didn't ask. What are we? I'm watching re- the game. I respect the hell out of him because he knows who he is. Oh. He embraces who he is. He's Mr. Drink Special. Ooh, I'm late. I got to get going. Chris, in retrospect, you're right. The same. Listen, you're right. The second bottle was my clue. Should we get another bottle of wine? Is I mean, yeah, yes, for I, real. But I was just having so much fun. I got swept up. I wasn't thinking. I clearly wasn't thinking. That should have been. Oh, this isn't a polite conversation for between two travelers. This 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 is another level. It should have dawned on me. But I was a full bottle in. I wasn't thinking. <laughs> It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chat TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply hey guys our partner is ag1 the daily foundational nutritional supplement that supports whole body health i drink it quite literally every single day I began using AG1 because, I'll be honest with you, I don't like to take a bunch of pills and vitamins, and I just wanted something that tastes great, was quick, and easy to remember, so I do it. I do it every morning when I wake up. I certainly have it right after my coffee and before I work out, and I will tell you this, too. It is um, a simple, effective investment for your health. You can try AG1 and get five free AG1 travel packs and a free one-year supply of vitamin D with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash JCS. Again, that's go to, all you got to do is go to uh, drinkag1.com slash JCS. That's drinkag1.com slash JCS. Check it out. It's delicious. It's quick. It's easy. It's proven. Vitamins, probiotics, whole food source nutrients. Start your day with it. You'll feel better. I promise. Number two, Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3, Real Talk Radio and War Chant TV. Good to be with you. Thanks for joining us. Hope this finds you doing well. I said it last hour. I'll say it here. Happy opening day. Happy start to the Masters. And happy as we move forward to spring football, Florida State spring game weekend. Yes, looking forward to it. A lot on the ledger, but most of these things are all things that we celebrate together and get excited about. So a reminder, as I mention it again, of what we're doing tomorrow. It begins tomorrow. The festivities begin tomorrow for spring football weekend for Florida State. We have the show, obviously, 1 to 3 tomorrow. And then after the show, I'll make my way over to Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. I will uh, join up with my good friend and colleague, Corey Clark, and we will sit down and have a happy hour get-together at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill 
from 5 to 6, really just sort of a hanging out with fellow Knowles and having some cold ones and celebrating the spring game and maybe answering some questions and all that good and stuff. And on the TVs, you'll be watching Tiger finish up round two. You will be. Will he make be, the cut? Yeah, we'll see. We'll be watching that. We'll be watching Major League Baseball as it is opening day. So that gets the festivities started. That is tomorrow. Jeff Cameron Show, 1 to 3, followed by War Chant Happy Hour Live from 5 to 6 at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Then on Saturday... Again, big day on Saturday, obviously. You want to get it started right? At noon, Hotel Indigo, myself, Tom Wang, we will be there for the pregame show and preparing for the pregame show. There's a meet and greet hangout, uh, from, from 12 o'clock, uh, till one o'clock and then we're on the air. But, uh, you know, you're welcome to hang out with the others, uh, from staff and, and, and all that good stuff till three. Uh, we will be there at Hotel Indigo 12 to three. Uh, then we make our way on over to the game and to uh, Doe Campbell Stadium, Bobby Bowden Field. Walk in there and uh, watch that spring game. If you are unable to go and you'd like to watch along, you can. You can watch along with Gene and Tom. That is the War Chant Watch Along beginning at 5 p.m. And afterwards, if you just want to join up with your fellow Knowles and kind of talk it through and maybe ask them questions or make some observations of your own, you can do so with the War Champ post-game call-in show after the game. So we got you covered beginning tomorrow all the way through the weekend, and we're excited to do all of that. So it should be fun. It's going to be a jam-packed uh, 36 hours there. It'll be good. And there's a lot going on this weekend You know, the, with baseball and Masters weekend on top of the spring game, plus the weather here is going to be gorgeous. It's this, you got it that feeling. Is, yeah. There's an energy in the air for me in October with sports because you've got big games being played in college football, in the NFL. You've got the World Series, NBA, and hockey have begun. So just there's so much going on. You can, you almost can't you know process all of it that's, that it's happening at one time. And then in April, there's a little window again where it's a lot like that. Different Gotta sports you over gets you through. Yes, but th- this is the one of those weekends of the year where. You know, if I had my druthers, I'd rather the spring game be next weekend or, or a different weekend for the Masters. But when you have baseball beginning, the Masters on television, the NBA stretch run of the regular season where they start to actually care and play tough for 48 minutes, and, and the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs typically begin around now, this is a great spot on the calendar. So hopefully you come find us during all of these events that we have. For those that did not read Corey Clark's WarChant.com piece, uh, I'll quote from it and then talk about some of this just because of where we're at in assessing. There's practice again today. It's not like the other practices. I don't think it's going to be nearly as intense as the ones that we've been fortunate enough to attend and assess the play and give context for. And, of course, there is actually a pseudo-practice tomorrow, more of a walkthrough than anything else is my guess. Uh, because and that's close to us. That's close to us anyhow. So, really, today's the last day to go over and watch practice. I was there, obviously, on Tuesday, and they got after it. And I think that was the last real intense practice. Weather forced them inside for half of it. Um, but the, the, you know, the, again, strong points for this defense that continues to play well. Uh, the intensity, Mike, uh, Coach Norvell was right. It, it was there. The intensity was there. They got after it. It's just that it was a one-sided affair favoring the defense. Uh, to Corey's point, talking about the offense in his piece on WarChant.com, of the 58 Power 5 teams who reached eight wins the last two seasons, guess how many scored less than 27.6 points per game? And by the way, last year, Florida State averaged 27.6 points per game. Um, that's right. The number is 11. 11 of the 58. 
11 of the 58 teams who won eight games did so while scoring less than 27.6 points. That's 19%. Uh, the vast majority scored over 28 points a game. And you can go through and find more numbers. The teams that did win that many, by the way, had dominant defenses. And it doesn't surprise you because we watched it with our own eyes. Clemson couldn't score last year. Their quarterback wasn't any good. But their defense sure was. They had the number two scoring defense in the country. They basically won every week because of their defense. Um, Wisconsin, who is unwatchable every year. Offensively, I can't stand them. It's gross. Their quarterbacks always suck. It's just ugly. They had the number one scoring defense. Uh, they have to because their offense puts them in terrible predicaments. Minnesota. Minnesota. Basketball. There it is. I'm retired now. Yeah. They had the number 10 scoring defense in the country, which helped offset all of the injuries they suffered on the offensive side of the ball, which saw that thing fall off a cliff, including that uber-talented running back that played so well on opening night and then got hurt. Uh, Iowa, which is Iowa, their offense always sucks to high heaven, and it did again last year. Their quarterback stinks. They had the number six scoring defense. But their defense raises hell. Their defense does raise hell. They had the number 16 scoring defense. So you get the point. Florida State's not going to have a top 10 defense. They're going to have a pretty good defense, I think. Uh, it's, it's a question of if we're trying to go from 5 and 7 to, to 8 and 4 or something along those lines, you know, what, what do you think you have to get to offensively? Because I do think the defense is going to be better and more consistent week to week. Um, and I do think the offense can be better, but it, it's going to have to be. And it's primarily, it starts with Jordan Travis being better, uh, throwing the football on obvious passing downs in rhythm. The dropback passing game has to be an added element uh, to his overall game. Because if it is, then he's a true dual-threat quarterback. Well, it's a cop-out answer for me here because I, I agree with all those points, but Offense isn't the only face of the game that scores points. The defense can by giving you short fields. Special teams can oh by God. not being awful. Yeah. And that's Try one to thing. Pick up a punt. You can't there's no way to break down special teams in spring. The only thing you could say yeah. is that Micah Pittman looks comfortable catching a punt, which is different than just about anybody who's been here the last five years, no matter the coaching staff. So that's good. But beyond that, they worked on special teams a ton last year and the year before that. Oh, I, I, I go, so, you see me. I walk out of the room when they work on special just, teams. Yes, you do. You literally do. I leave. So just because they spend a lot of time on it doesn't mean they're going to be better. But those things add up to aptitude on defense to get an offense off the field before they get two or three first downs or special teams making a play here or there can give the offense 50 yards of field to go cover before they score points or 30 yards. And that will help you incrementally by, I think, four to six points a game if you're much better on special teams and you have an improved defense. So that's how you get to the – you don't have to do it all, Jordan Travis, is my point. I think they're going to be better, but if you're better in each phase of the game, you're going to have a much greater yes, chance. Yes, you make life so much easier. You can also get more possessions with more stops. It so. is the ultimate team game, man. Say it all the time, and it's because it's true. You really are dependent on – the other people and or segments and aspects of the game for your overall success. So it's not just Jordan getting better in the passing game. You're right. It's, it's the defense providing short fields. It's special teams. It's all those things. Um, you know, I, I, there's no way I will say this. We spend a lot of time trying to predict what 
part of the team is going to be appreciably better than it was a year ago or or better at all? Which part of the team is going to be worse? How does that affect the overall record? All these things, right? There is zero chance. I'm going to say it right now. There is zero chance that they are not vastly improved when it comes to special teams this year. Zero chance. Vastly improved? See, that's interesting. Now, if you said improved, yeah, well, of course. How could you not be better? But vastly improved. If you catch the punts, okay, we're going to start there. If you <laughs> right? catch the punts, right, okay, right. we're just starting with the catching of the punt. If you catch them, you're improved. If, if you catch them and, God forbid, move forward with the ball in your hand, not backwards, not sideways, forward. You matriculate the ball forward. Say five yards off of a punt. Just I'm going to give you five yards, Tom. You're improved even more than right, you were yeah. incrementally improved just by catching So it. let's say that that yeah. point of the catch is your own 35-yard yeah. line. And now, right? now you got it at the 40 right. because of your five-yard return. Instead of the nine because you let it bounce. Do you see the difference between the 9 and the 40, everybody? The 9, well, that's a lot to overcome. You're going to have to go 91 yards to score a touchdown. It's going to be a toughie. Don't see a lot of 91-yard drives in football these days. You don't. They do exist, but they don't happen with any great frequency. Whereas if you have the ball on the 40, Tom, 60 yards. That's a big difference. Are you doing the four state math? I'm here with you, man. That's like almost 31 yards better. It's amazing. 31 fewer yards for which to traverse on your way to pay dirt. Mm-mm. Sure sounds like fun to me. It is, uh, it's just that much. The catching and the moving forward of five yards equals vastly improved. <laughs> okay. That's how it works, buddy. So it's my sincere hope that it's mandated to Tom Block or whomever succeeds Gene Deckerhoff that you must say pay dirt, not touchdown. Oh, yeah. You like that I used pay dirt? Mm-hmm. Travis rolls to his right, fires the end zone. Pay dirt! Pay dirt! <laughs> <laughs> we found it. Yeah, I saw, I saw, I don't mind saying this. I, I saw uh, Tom Block. I've seen Tom Block several times over at uh, the practices. I, I have told him that uh, I've endorsed him publicly, privately. I have uh, slammed doors over at the Athletic Center. I'm Jeff know. Cameron and I approve this yeah, message. I have. I've said uh, that's what I want. And, um, and I hope he gets it. We'll see. But if he does, uh, the, the, the exciting part of all that about Tom getting it uh, is that if he gets it, is that uh, I will have direct connections to uh, to the well? I already do with Gene, but Gene was at a place where he was already a superstar long before I broke into the business. So I I, I couldn't, you know, he wasn't a cohort as much as he was an, a legend. He was he's way up here. I'm just trying to make my way. Whereas Tom was also in the business before me, but not much more before me. And we would drink beers together after work. So I feel like it's a cohort, you know. And I can say to him. Hey, Tom, this weekend when we score, can you work in some pay dirt? Can you work in a little bit of pay dirt, buddy? Uh, and uh, and I think I think it may work. I think yeah. it may work. For a rushing touchdown from the one, you pounding the pay dirt? Mm-hmm. Ooh, there you go. Well, yeah. I like it. Yeah. So uh, there's, nothing, there's nothing not clean about that, too. It just sounds worse than it actually is. 
Gavon brought up the fact that he, he wants to hire me because I gave you a very simple explanation using numbers as to how we were going to be that much better. And, and let me tell You're you. You're a new analyst yeah, on the staff. Yeah, I like it. But, you know, let me tell you something. Um, uh, wouldn't it be a funny practice for everybody um, if you guys were there and uh, and I was hired? And I'm like, guys, guys, listen up. A little special teams for you. A little special teams, everybody. Let me break it down. If you catch the punt, and I go through the whole thing, if you just catch it, can anybody here catch a punt? Micah, come on over. Let's let's show the boys how it's done. And then I have them kick punts and uh, punt punts. And then my man is over here. I'm looking at the way he's catching them, guys. That's what we're looking for, the catching of the punt. Micah, great job. Anybody else think that you can catch a punt? Let's see. Volunteer now. Let's punt some to you. All right, so then we find a couple of guys. Say, Jamie Robinson did it in high school. He was all world at it. Jamie, can you catch him? All right, here we go. So we've got guys back there catching him. Now, now the second part of this is once you have secured the punt, firmly secured the punt, like we just witnessed here from Micah, I want you to run forward. Now let me show you what I'm talking about. <laughs> that I would just run forward. Like, there it is. That's what we're looking for around here. That's how championships are built. The catching and the running. There it is. That's what we're doing. Over, Got it? Over by the sidelines, Mike Norvell pulls the sunglasses down, no, yeah. looks at the boosters, <laughs> winks, and says, best in the business. We got us one. Best in we the business. We got us a guy. And then I go, all right, on to segment two. Good job, everybody. That's special teams for today. That is special teams. For- I don't want to put too much on you in one day. We're going to catch it, and we're going to go forward. That's all you need to know from today. Today, at the end of practice, I'll ask you what we learned. Make sure you're able to uh, regurgitate that. If the answer is catch it and move forward, today's a winning day. Today we played winning football, at least in special teams. All right, now to the offense. That's it right there. I'm doing it. We've gotten better. 1% better every day. And tomorrow we may introduce blocking. We may block. If you see the, the name first. above the numbers, <laughs> don't touch them. <laughs> If you see one more time, guys, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, do you ever play Mario Kart? You see how uh, Bowser's got spikes on his back? Yeah, you can't touch. I them. want you to pretend that these players have spikes on their back. If you see their name, you can't touch them. That would be a penalty if you do. I used to like it when we blocked in the back in Mickey Andrews' day because when we blocked, when we always have, but when we blocked in the back, we let you know about it. I mean, there were some real shots taken. Like if you're gonna get that flag thrown on you. Take a bitch out. I mean, take him out. Don't be over here half-stepping. Take a dude out. I believe that's what Mickey Andrews wrote on the chalkboard. (laughs) And it was a chalkboard. If you're going to be flagged for an illegal block in the back, take him out. If I see some pussyfooting, half-stepping, Mickey Mouse, just pushy-push, no, no, you will be running stadium steps for days. If you're going to get that flag, that guy... May need medical attention. That's the wrong Mickey. You're playing for the wrong <laughs> Mickey at that point. Don't play for the mouse. Yo, yeah. Play for it, Mickey Andrews. Let's get after it. Uh, yeah. So there it is. That's uh, just an aside. Thought I'd point that out. Keep climbing. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Radio. I'm sorry, Q-Tip. Go. 
Snake bites customer's head in Mississippi Lowe's store. Awesome. Yes, from the nature wants to kill you file. Although this poor bastard didn't warrant it. And ordinarily, the story begins with me on the air about nature wanting to kill you with rooting for nature because somebody put themselves in a precarious position in, you know, nature. My man went into a Lowe's to avoid nature, to help further advance his abode and keep creatures far removed. And how was he rewarded on two th- at 2.30 on a Saturday? By being it in the face. Holy Jesus. It's a thing of beauty. What the f- is that? A terrified shopper bitten between the eyes. <laughs> Holy Jesus. <laughs> By a snake at a Lowe's store in Mississippi. I'm not a fan of Mississippi for a lot of reasons. Mississippi. Let's add to the reasons. The customer opening a cabinet. You know, I need a new cabinet. Kyle, I think this is the size we was after. When I was talking to you about the uh, the Corinth outlet would have this. I knew that we're at this, the Corinth outlet. Yeah, I knew we'd have this. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a gander at this particular cabinet and see if this we can get this where I, you know what I'm talking about, Kyle. It is unclear how the victim managed to dislodge the serpent, which is also known as a black rat snake, corn snake, or pilot snake. They don't know. It's one of those kinds of snakes, according to WTVA in Mississippi. He opened the cabinet probably gleefully. This is the one, Kyle. This is, I'm telling you, the exact one I wanted. I was so pumped about this, and I knew they were on sale, and here we are in the Corinth. Uh, Cor- reminds me of Corinthians. Anyhow, the Corinth, uh, the Corinth uh, Lowe's here, and in their own sale. Ah, sweet Jesus, Kyle, get it off. So it locked its fangs between its uh, <laughs> right there at the bridge of the nose. Get you some. The shopper was rushed to Magnolia Regional Health Center for treatment. The patient's current condition is unknown. A spokeswoman for the home improvement store chain said that uh, an investigation is underway. That's code for I can't say anything. We will be sued. Poor little Kane. The police chief there, Ralph Dance. Do you think he's uh, related in some way to Bill Dance, the fisherman? Naturally. Of course. Ralph Dance would not comment further. Ralph said, I got nothing to say about what happened in in the store at Corinth. Chicken snakes can grow up to five feet long. They can climb up smooth wood surfaces like a cabinet. They like to feast on rodents and birds, and in this case, Kyle's friend's face. Hell of a thing to be in a Lowe's checking out cabinets. Again, expecting safety from the elements. Because I'm in a freaking Lowe's. This is what we do. They've got 
They've got caulking. They've got fences. Chain link and the like. I've got all that I need to keep nature out and away from me. I need to get some caulking done. Caulking and cabinet buying today, Kyle. Oh, the love that is all and holy. This is untenable. This snake is on my face. I should have gone to the caulking first. Why didn't we go to Home Depot, Kyle? That is... I just like the line, a terrified shopper. Well, sweet Jesus. This looks like a good cabinet. <laughs> just snake leaping, the snake lunging out. It's like these stories you read where people find snakes in toilets. He probably got relocated from, like, the Midwest, and that's just where the hub for his business is. And he's like, okay, <laughs> I'm going to make the most of it. Go to Lowe's, get some creature comforts. But he's a New Yorker by way of the Midwest. That's right. Into the, into the Mississippi Lowe's in Corinth. This is one of those things. Well, you're right. It's a snake to the face. This is very different than anything else we've ever talked about on the show. I've said on the show before, when people get attacked by sharks, there's always the guy that goes and swims to his friend's aid. We had an FSU uh, a, a woman a alumnus here that was in the alumni magazine. I remember sitting there reading that at my house going, <gasps> you know, out there in, I think it was San Diego, wherever it was. The guy she was swimming with, training for a triathlon, gets bitten in half. That, that, it's awful. I mean, by a great white shark. And she sees the shark and swims back and helps him. Oh. I always wonder, would I be that? Would I do that? You don't know until you're in the position. If you see your friend in, in, in pain, you might, you might do, do something you didn't think you were capable of. But I was just saying, if a snake leapt from a cabinet at Lowe's, first of all, I really just can't foresee a time that Tom and I are at Lowe's together. I just can't. Uh, he and I hang out in lots of ways. I just don't ever see us at Lowe's. I'm together. not getting that way either. No, don't you ever let no, me turn to that guy no. who's like, hey, Jeff, you know, me and the missus, I, I got to go to Lowe's. No, Let's no, get, no, no, no. I got a deck I'm building. You're going to help me build the deck? I helped. Well, helped is a loose definition of what I did. I I, I aided Matt Millar in building a deck at his house. I didn't do a lot of the Pay labor. people to do it. Well, I, I, I don't will. get that. I pay people to do it. That's right. People, like, guys love to build their own stuff. I'm like, dude, no. Well. It's like it doesn't involve electronics. Yeah, no, I'm no not air conditioning. I'm not a big fan either. But some people are really good. I wish I was good at it. They're like addicted to getting splinters. I'm just in, I'm I have admiration for the guy that can build his own deck or whatever he's fixing. Like Matt can do all that hey, stuff. If he wants to build my future deck, yeah, he's got beers for a year. Yeah, you'll pay him right. It's the right thing to do. Plus cash, right? Whatever, <laughs> here, dude. Here's some beers. Go build my deck. Yeah. I don't think that's getting it done. Hey, I'm gonna give, I'm gonna give you a hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's getting it done. Cash. Um, no, I'm just. You know, you read these stories where people are in need. Nature is attacking, and there's somebody that comes to their aid, renders aid. I'm just thinking I'm, I'm not the one. If if a snake leapt from a cabinet while you and I were at Lowe's and latched itself onto your face, <laughs> I'd run and get you help. That's kind of right. funny I am. Yeah. I would run and get you help. I honestly believe, given my I would issues with, with critters, yeah. I am more likely to help somebody in a hold-up situation. Somebody's got a gun pulled on him. I'm probably more likely to help you in that situation than I am with a snake, <laughs> snake. attached to your face. I don't know, man. You're running to get the guy with the vest. That's all he's you're doing. He's got the vest. That's he's why gotta he got to help. Hey. Yo, you, vest boy. You I are you obligated. To help this guy out. He's got a snake attached to my friend's face.
If you have the apron on, too. Who would believe you, too? Like, if he was around the corner and wasn't witnessing this horrific thing, and you ran around the corner and were like, hey, buddy, my friend's being attacked by a snake in the face in the cabinet aisle. I don't think I'd do it like a pseudo Dave Chappelle. <laughs> I'd probably have real fear in my voice. <laughs> oh, He's bit in the face. <laughs> He's bit. What a five-finger stare to the face. <laughs> Snake. <laughs> that is so awful.